Welcome to the Information Systems for Business podcast. I'm your host, Craig Van Slyke. The main purpose of the podcast is to augment the book, Information Systems for Business and Experiential Approach by Franz Belanger, Craig Van Slyke, and Rob Crossler. The book is published by Prospect Press. Before we get started, I want to give a few disclaimers. The podcast purposely omits many details in order to get to the high points of each chapter. So listening to the podcast is not a substitute for reading the book. Each episode contains my view of the most important points of each chapter. Your professor may have a different view. The podcast is solely my responsibility, so any errors are on me, not my co-authors, your professors, Prospect Press, or my employer. Enough of the disclaimers, let's get to the good stuff. In this episode, I cover the most important points from Chapter 12, Enterprise Information Systems. The focusing story is about how Walmart became a retail giant in part because of its high-quality, innovative supply chain management system, which is the way Walmart gets products from the supplier to the store. Walmart's productivity loop philosophy says that lower-cost products lead to lower prices for customers, which increases profits. This allows Walmart to negotiate for lower costs from suppliers, and the loop continues. The focusing story contains several examples of how Walmart innovates its supply chain management, to the benefit of its customers and shareholders. Chapter 12 covers several important enterprise systems, and enterprise systems are just systems that serve the needs of an entire organization, or at least major parts of an organization. There are many different types of enterprise systems. This chapter covers three of the most important. Enterprise Resource Planning, or ERP systems, Supply Chain Management Systems, sometimes called SCM, and Customer Relationship Management Systems, or CRM systems. We could have easily included three separate chapters to cover these three important types of enterprise systems, so there's a lot of information in Chapter 12. Out of necessity, we're omitting a lot of the details, but the chapter provides enough information to give you a solid overview of ERP, SCM, and CRM systems. The focusing story is followed by a brief definition of enterprise systems and a discussion of three different perspectives that can be used to consider enterprise systems. The hierarchical perspective, the functional perspective, and the process perspective. Next, the chapter covers some important aspects of enterprise systems. Then the chapter moves on to discussing each of the three important enterprise systems discussed in the chapter, with enterprise resource planning systems first, then supply chain management systems, and finally customer relationship management systems. Here are the main points from Chapter 12. Enterprise systems are information systems that serve the needs of the entire organization or significant parts of the organization. Three perspectives on enterprise systems have emerged. The hierarchical perspective involves building systems that match the needs at specific levels of the organization. Executives need high-level strategic information. Middle managers and frontline managers need tactical and operational information, respectively. Check out Table 12.1 and Figure 12.1 for examples. Information redundancy can be a big problem with the hierarchical perspective, though. The functional perspective matches the enterprise system's applications to specific functional areas of the business, such as human resources or marketing. This perspective is limiting because it can create redundancies and limit cross-functional communication. The process perspective involves enterprise systems applications serving the needs of specific business processes. The process perspective addresses many of the problems with the hierarchical and functional perspectives through better integration. Business integration is the unification of business processes that formerly were separate activities. Sometimes this is called data integration. Systems integration involves unifying information systems and databases that were previously operating as separate systems. 
An Enterprise Resource Planning, or ERP, system is a set of information system tools that help manage an organization's resources and enable better information flow within and between processes and departments. Prior to ERP systems, most organizations had separate systems for the various functional areas of a business. ERP systems, like other enterprise systems, are built around a centralized database. This is a critical point. The centralized database means that every user seems the same version of the data. ERP systems reduce data redundancy and operational cost, improve communication, and allow complex systems to work together in an integrated fashion. However, ERP systems are very complex and very costly to implement. Often, implementation takes many years. In addition, it's often difficult for users to adjust to new ways of carrying out familiar processes. Supply chain management systems, as the name implies, help organizations manage their supply chains. A supply chain often involves the flow of goods and manufacturers from wholesalers to retailers and finally customers. Figure 12.3 has a good example of a more complex supply chain. Well-managed supply chains can have many benefits for organizations, as a focusing story illustrates. The key to an effective supply chain management system is accurate and timely communication about the flows of products, information, and payments. Supply chain management systems are able to do this through the efficient sharing of information both upstream from from customers to suppliers and downstream from suppliers to customers. Customer relationship management, or CRM systems, are systems that help organizations manage multiple interactions with customers. Often customers interact with organizations through different channels such as product websites, toll-free phone lines, email, chat, and so on. These exist even if the customer never actually talks with someone from the company. The key to successful CRM is that every system or individual who interacts with a customer has the same information about the customer. So if you contact customer service about an order, they have up-to-date information about the order and its status. CRM systems have three main goals. First, managing multiple channels of customer interaction in ways that the customer prefers. Second, providing an integrated picture of the customer across the various customer-facing aspects of the organization. And third, facilitating the analysis of customer-related information. The customer service lifecycle is a framework that can help explain the tasks performed by a CRM system. There are four phases to the lifecycle, engage, transact, fulfill, and service. See Table 12.4 for descriptions of these and examples of how CRM systems can be used for each phase. CRM systems have three main components. Operational components help organizations improve day-to-day customer interactions, such as helping with sales or returns. Collaborative components help organizations collaborate with customers through systems such as email and chat. Analytical components include technologies and processes that help organizations better understand customer data. Data warehouses are important components of most analytical CRM applications. There are a few more items covered in the chapter, but I think that's enough for now. Be sure to check these out. That's all for Chapter 12. You know you'd be disappointed if I didn't say it. Read the book. Thank you. Okay, that's it for this episode. Remember that you still need to read the chapter since the book has much more detail. Did I mention that yet? Fortunately, we, the co-authors, worked really hard to keep the chapter short and to the point so the reading shouldn't be too bad. Talk to you next time.